role of agriculture is, is absolutely critical in, in tackling climate change. Uh, on one hand, um, agriculture is responsible for um, about a third of greenhouse gas emissions. Uh, the whole food system actually is responsible for about a third of greenhouse gas emissions, therefore contribute to climate change. But um, agriculture is also um, key to the solutions needed to, to tackle climate change. And if we look at another area in terms of um, uh, natural resources and, and particularly um, water consumption, uh, agriculture accounts for almost 70% of freshwater withdrawals and, and, and producing more uh, with less water uh, can be then an important part of the solution to address water scarcity and drought, particularly in some parts of the world where, where water is, is not um, available everywhere. Uh, if we look at fisheries as well and aquaculture, there is also uh, a significant opportunity there to, to reduce emission emissions, particularly through uh, a reduction of uh, fuels, for instance, in, in the industry. So, Agriculture has a key part to play in, in addressing climate change. And, and for this, um, the, the food systems have to be transformed really to provide this solution. Um, they need to be more efficient, more adaptable and more resilient in, in terms of the whole production and the whole um, stages of, of um, production, transport, consumption, etc. And this transformation needs to happen in, in ways that are also inter, in, interconnected. So we need to change the way that we produce food, we process it and distribute it. We also need to change the way we as consumers consume food so that our dietary habits are also efficient and sustainable. For example, we have to stop wasting food and, and throwing food away. And, and the other aspect is also to look at the issue of inequality, to make sure that there is um, equal access to healthy diet by everyone. And this is particularly important because on one hand, we have uh, almost 700 million people who go hungry every day. And on the other hand, we have about 2 billion people who are either obese or overweight. What do you see as the role of agribusiness in mitigating climate change? Businesses, obviously, um, the issue of efficiency becomes absolutely important. It has to be embedded throughout the, the production chain. Um, and agribusinesses in particular, they're, they're endorsing various innovative approaches uh, linked to efficiency, but also to the sustainable use of, of natural resources and the resilience that, that I mentioned earlier. So there are various um, practices to do, as you said, either with to do with energy efficiency in, in the production process um, and also efficiency in, in the use of natural resources such as, such, such as water. Um, and if you look wider, for instance, for um, retailers, for instance, and, and supermarkets where they're also embedding innovative approaches, sustainable approaches to, to reduce the amount of plastic, for instance, being used um, to, to transport, store or, or distribute um, food. Um, 
and they're taking also um, innovative actions to, to reduce food loss and waste. And this is absolutely critical because food loss and waste is responsible for about 7 to 8% of greenhouse gas emissions. And as we say, if, if food loss and waste were a country, it would be the third emitter of greenhouse gas emissions. And obviously when we throw food away, we don't just generate emissions, but we also waste all the energy and natural resources, the effort, the water, everything that went into producing that food. So um, there is this evolution or this dynamic now about agribusinesses also you know, taking uh, part in, in, in employing and um, promoting solutions that are needed for, um, for addressing climate change. And agribusinesses, agri we can also look at the agenda much wider in terms of not just in, in the production chain, but these actions are needed by all actors. So the agribusinesses are as a part of that, but obviously to tackle climate change and, and to, to address the solutions needed from the agri-food systems, then everyone will need to, to play a part in this, including the consumers. What can smallholder farmers do to mitigate climate change? Well, there are things that smallholders, uh, smallholder farmers can do, but they also need support to do things. Um, around the world, there are about half a billion smallholder farmers, um, and they are highly dependent on natural resources and agriculture, obviously, and they're particularly vulnerable to climate change. Uh, but they do, in general, lack appropriate technological and economic support and, and knowledge as well as um, the social support really to tackle the challenges and, and the causes of, of climate change. Uh, so so they, they need that support to, to take actions. As I said earlier, actions throughout the food systems is really needed by different actors. So smallholder farmers, in a sense, they, they're already doing um, things that, that preserve the soil and, and promotes um, climate smart practices, but they need more information, including digital information that can help them actually to, to access um, information to do about the, the impact about, of climate change, how to prepare better, how to diversify um, production, how to adapt certain practices to, to the changing environment and, and changing climate. Uh, and here for smallholder farmers in, in particular, I think that the supported, support needed is also to make sure that we focus on women and youth as well, because they are the most vulnerable, particularly in, in rural areas. And here becomes the issue of equality and inclusiveness as, as being really important in helping farmers to, to tackle the, the impact of climate change. And the other point I would say is to do with, with resilience, you know, supporting farmers, smallholder farmers in particular, to, to be resilient to, to the impact of climate change. And COVID-19 has, has actually reinforced the focus on resilience. So we need to, to make sure that there is a focus on resilience and inclusiveness so that we have 
the most vulnerable communities and the poorest, like smallholder farmers, are actually supported in becoming more, more resilient. And one other aspect for this is um, land tenure. As you know, there are many smallholder farmers who don't own their, their land. So obviously, um, we need to, to ensure that tenure to the land um, they farm and, and is, 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 is um, appropriate and also access to water and other natural uh, resources. Um, so to sum up, for me, smallholder farmers, they are already doing things through the traditional way of, of farming, but they also need support and information to make sure that they are prepared. They are taking on board the latest information, the latest techniques when it's appropriate as well, including innovative techniques. Uh, and, and one aspect I would add as well um, is that by supporting smallholder farmers, not just to have information, but to have access to markets as well, and also support in storing uh, their food. I mean, the, the storage facilities in, in um, developing countries in general by smallholder farmers is, is really weak. Uh, I mean, we estimate that between 20 to 40% of pro food production in sub-Saharan Africa, for instance, is lost because of food processing, uh, poor food processing and, and storage. So food storage is another issue that, that you know, smallholder farmers would need to need support with to, to increase, to help increase their income and their livelihood. Indeed. Um, can you tell us a little bit of some of the programs that are currently underway in Africa? Because I know there is a push now, thanks to COVID, one of the positive aspects <laughs> I could say is that we all realized how important it is to be integrated into the digital economy, right? The global digital economy now has to become a reality. And we have yeah. seen examples, right? With M-Pesa, for instance, the mobile mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> transaction payments that has helped greatly in Kenya. Uh, women yeah. in Kenya to mm -hmm. bring their goods to the market and to make transactions. Actually, that was started between, uh, it was a, so, some sort of grassroots movement, right? They were trading their, their credits on the phone and then the telecoms then later realized there was a market opportunity. So are there any other uh, um, similar experiences that FAO is participating or, or looking into right now? Yeah, the, the MPESA model you mentioned, <clears throat> excuse me, is one of the earliest and simplest one and the one that works. And it's been applied to many other sectors. And actually there is, there is a, a huge opportunity there to make it actually accessible by you know all smallholder farmers, why not? Because all you need is just a mobile phone, <coughs> excuse me, and connected to to the network, obviously. But the other um, activity that we we're, we're engaging now, and and um, we are working to to promote the linkages between food security and energy security. So for for farmers to benefit from access to renewable energy where it can help them again um, have access to water you know in various areas where you can actually use solar panels to to pump water and then use it in an efficient way to to irrigate so here we're talking about efficient irrigation but that can have multiple benefits as well particularly in rural areas i mean renewable energy can allow you not just to 
to to make um, uh, rural, uh, you know, agricultural practices uh, easier that can also allow you to have light. Obviously, you know, just one light bulb in 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 a room that can help you know have light for the place, but also help kids you know learn you know before they, they go to school, and also uh, you may be able to operate a small refrigeration that can allow you to store food and store medicine. So we're looking at the broader benefits of, of renewable energy for agriculture, but also for livelihoods in rural areas in, in general. So this is an area that, that we really want to promote in, in linking food security and energy security going forward.